1: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at discounttire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
0: Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? If I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on shame on you. Ah! you it's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, yeah. You me, can't get fooled again.
2: Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Morningstar.
3: Oh, man, if I had a flute or, uh. or a recorder, I would be playing Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On mm. for my man, Bernie Sanders, who is officially out of the Democratic primary race. He's it is, out. It is on Biden's. It's, it's on Biden now, and, I, and, and already I want to say, Mr. Biden, let me off this wild ride.
2: It's a crazy ride. No malarkey. Get ready for less malarkey than you ever could imagine. There's no malarkey left. It's the no malarkey tour. Joe Biden has clinched the nomination for all intents and purposes when it comes to the Democratic nomination. As Travis said, Bernie Sanders, although he is not dead, much like the motivation for that song, My Heart Will Go On. I believe that was the motivation for that song. Uh, Bernie Sanders is very much alive in life, but dead is his campaign. So that was sort of news that we saw coming he wanted to wait until the results came in from Wisconsin. However, if he really wanted to wait until the results came in from Wisconsin, he would have to wait until Monday because Wisconsin is acting, I don't know, man. My home state, I'm not sure exactly what's going on. Obviously, the uh, the Republican Supreme Court in Wisconsin, there are seven justices, uh, majority Republican in Wisconsin. They said, the vote will go on. And the vote did go on. The results are not known. We will know later next week, or early next week, rather. Eh, We're assuming that Joe Biden uh, will most likely win there, and whatever. So the Democratic primary is done with. Man, what a journey it was.
3: It really was the friends we made along the way. It really was. I mean, in a non-joking way, it kind of was, because now we have a bunch of Progressive uh, groups saying to Biden, "Hey, like, could you be less of a complete disappointment and actually maybe consider some of these progressive policies sure. if you want to capture this youth turnout oh, that, and, that Sanders did?" Now, of course, that won't happen. Yeah, maybe it will. I read through some of his platform on a
2: uh, uh, on an episode a few weeks ago. We'll continue to follow his platform as soon as he unveils more policy plans. I want to see the plans much like Elizabeth Warren had a plan for that before she got a way off message. Um, I want to see the plans from Joe Biden and I will make my decision accordingly. It's a tough battle for him to uh, overcome when it comes to his voting record. He's kind of under the same scrutiny that Hillary Clinton was when it comes to her voting record and the things that she advocated for when she was in power. So we shall see. The VP race is going to be very interesting. I'm hearing some names floating around, and we can discuss those. I'm hearing Amy Klobuchar's name quite a bit. Maybe get that Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, Minnesota love. Perhaps Amy Klobuchar could deliver some of those states. That's yet to be seen. My personal hot take. This is a Ben Kissel hot take right here. I am thinking, based upon her reaction because joe biden has said he will nominate a woman for vp so we can say her fairly definitively based upon her reaction after she dropped out of the democratic primary speaking of elizabeth warren she said she's not going to endorse bernie she's gonna wait and see how it shakes out it has shook out and joe biden is the primo golds on the bottom of that shaker so my thought is in order to heal the divide bridge the divide between the liberal base of the democratic party and the more moderate democrats biden elizabeth warren if i had to say right now that might be the best way to go obviously i'm a Stacey abrams fan i've been saying that for a long time however i have not heard her name mentioned at all She's not in the public eye. She gave the rebuttal for the State of the Union this past year, and she got some good press for that because she did a great job. I haven't heard her name, and I haven't heard it floated around in many of the hot goss political sites or anyone that I know that works uh, in government. I am thinking
3: Biden, Warren, maybe that works. Maybe that gets it done. I don't know. Here's an an even hotter take. uh Uh-oh. Joe Biden's VP pick. Dr. Jill Biden, the uh, the woman that has been literally physically uh, holding Joe Biden up in press conferences that he's been uh, live streaming.
2: If your wife can't hold you up when you're running for president, then what can she do? Isn't that powerful? Love is in the air. Who knows? We talked a lot about all the allegations and stuff like that with Biden. We'll see what that plays, how that plays out when he does choose a female VP. They're going to get questions about it without a doubt. How loud are those questions and how much does media choose to amplify those questions and amplify those stories? I'm talking about the Tara Reid situation, not the actress, the woman that was a staffer for Biden in the early 90s, uh, of course, that accused him of sexual misconduct. We'll see what happens when it comes to the female that he chooses. Is that going to be a big deal? Is it not a big deal? Are the American people no longer, is that no longer, is that a a political motivator the way that it was in 2016? We don't know. We'll see. Um, But I could see Biden, Warren, she's hedging her bets. She did not come out and support Bernie for a reason and i think that that could be one of those choices that unlike what hillary did going with someone that was totally outside of any kind of liberal wing of the democratic party with tim Kaine, i could see uh, i could see biden i could see warren warren also did a very good job before again i think she got off message i love the i have a plan for that i really did i have my win with warren t-shirt and if she's the vp And I feel so inspired I may wear that one day. But she did a great job on retail politics. She went, she shook hands, she kissed babies, she gave pinky swears to uh, girls all across the country. She built a massive coalition. Now that Bernie is gone, uh, obviously not an option for VP. Biden and Bernie would be the grumpiest (laughs) old men ticket of all time. And now that I think about it, I kind of need to see it.
3: I sort of need to see the Odd Couple, them, yes, the, uh, but it's not happening. But who is Walter? So who is Walter Mathau in that? Walter Mathau is
2: that Biden? Walter Mathau is Bernie because Walter Mathau was very grumpy. Yeah, uh, lemon that uh, that I'm going to give to Biden because he's just ignorant enough to be nice. He's got the hot new chick. Yes, he's happy. Walter Mathau is just like, <laughs> where's my Medicare check? Just upset. All he wants to see is a flower bloom. Uh, that's, of course, uh, that's uh, not grumpy old man. That was a reference to Dennis the Menace <laughs> with with uh, Walter Matthau as well, because he was in all the great hits. So Warren Biden, that is the Ben Kissel prediction. I don't think I'm getting my Stacey Abrams uh, prediction, but perhaps that could help uh, heal the divide in this country. We're also going to talk a little bit today about celebrities. Don't listen to them, you know that's that's basically the takeaway celebrities are on the front lines of misinformation it's, they have more of an opportunity now than ever before because we have nothing to do so we're staring at our phones they're on instagram and twitter and evidently a lot of celebrities are taken to the 5g conspiracy <laughs> theory and we are also going to talk about businesses and farmers fighting tooth and nail to get some scraps from the $2 trillion stimulus plan. All right, I did get this DM. I forget who it is from. I'll just read it now. This person's a little bit critical, Travis. They're yes. tra- they're critical of you, Travis. Great. I'm pointing my finger at you.
3: I'm glad you chose this DM. <laughs> uh, I'm, sure, no, I have, I'm is, sure I have some amazing response to it.
2: Uh, it is an interesting point, because we talk about trickle-down economics quite a bit on the show, how nothing trickles down except for the cost of the consumer, uh, which is very true. But this is talking about international private equity so uh the dm begins i just wanted to highlight the benefit of trickle down economics since top hat has seemed to move more left uh, and it's sort of changed from my libertarian roots, although I'm not really sure. I don't think I've changed that much. Um, I'm libertarian in some things, and then I'm also uh, right about other things. You can't just be solidified in one ideology, or you will find yourself wrong many, many times. So the uh, DM continues, specifically, I work in international private equity. Uh, congrats on moving to Spotify for what I can assume was a nice Payday. Spotify was funded by U.S. investors through an investment fund. All of them did get rich, but the capital they deployed allowed Spotify to grow, and eventually, their money made its way to you. And your team's pockets. Uh, well, there are. Well, there may be abuses with global finance. It does lead to a bigger pie for all to share in. If you take away the reward through higher taxes, then less capital is deployed, and Spotify may never have happened. I will say this: when it comes to Spotify, it's not like they just gave us money. Right. We're bringing them something massive. We we are bringing them a huge network, which is why that is years of
3: hard work and exactly.
2: So, really, the point I which I understand the point of of private uh, international equity. I totally understand that large corporations making more money does free up cash and it does give them more funds. However, I would still argue uh, that the amount that they break off, the ends to their friends that they give. Is not aligned with how much they have benefited from trickle up economics. Obviously, trickle down is how they sell it, but it definitely flows upward when this, it comes to wealth.
3: Is this is this is in response to the stimulus bill? This is talking about you know just sort of the
2: concept that uh, you know freer markets, larger uh, you know corporate funds. Uh, that have been allowed with you know no taxations of places like Amazon and things like that. Theoretically, the the premise is the larger they get, the more they will have in order to create or to buy things like Spotify, and then theoretically Spotify will have more money. Uh, for example, I don't, what I don't think
3: uh, saying actually, give workers protections and pay for paid sick leave during a pandemic is uh, saying de- just destroy all private equity. I, no, think I don't you, think that it uh, is. I think this there's... is in, re- in response to the DM, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But you have the world's richest man uh, putting a donation button on Amazon, one of the world's largest corporations, right. to, for his workers paid sick leave. I think that's disgusting, and obviously they did too because they removed the button shortly after putting it up.
2: Yes, of but, course.
3: But uh, you you have blatant disregard for workers. The guy who uh, the guy who started the the walkout of the staten island facility Uh on amazon uh immediately fired and now he's being slandered like crazy of course um so i mean i don't think it's mutually exclusive to say that corporations need to protect their workers better and And that there's there's some benefit to private equity to for corporations for yes you've congratulations on amassing your wealth now maybe think about the people that work for you and uh Treat your employees better?
2: I think that that's a universal thing we can all agree uh, on. That treat not, your that, employees better. does not better.
3: necessarily mean throw bricks through the office buildings or whatever this person thinks I'm saying.
2: Well, it's important to remember, you know, I have said this Billioners before. Billionaires don't care about you, though. Like, straight up. You know, up. what's interesting about capitalism is it's an economic idea, right? Capitalism can exist... Capitalism is just not a, want
3: to drink your adrenochrome. That's I know all that. They want.
2: I got a lot of it. So do celebrities. I can't wait to talk about those stories. But when it comes to capitalism, it is just an economic idea, right? And it can exist in any political uh, realm. So you look at communism. You look at China. It's a communist capitalist country. They have a middle class for the first time. They opened up the markets. They allowed for small businesses. They allowed for corporations to come in. Now, of course, they also, speaking of workers' rights, have a lot of freaking work to do on that front and don't pretend like we don't benefit greatly from basically slave labor wages all over the country and all over the – not all over our country per se, but all over the world. And our country obviously needs an immense amount of work when it comes to uh, how we pay people who do the labor for these corporations. So capitalism itself, as I've said before, I think is a good thing. I think it, it – you know, it, it – It spurs innovation. I just watched a great documentary on Bill Gates called uh, The Mind of Bill, uh, Inside the Brain of Bill Gates or something like that. But it's called The Mind of Bill, which is always an exciting name for a show. But it is talking about how there was a competition. Speaking of toilets, which we talked about exclusively on Side Stories this week, it was a competition basically to figure out clean drinking water. And how do you get uh, drinking water into developing countries? Because they don't have any. Uh, It's one-third of the country, or it's more than that. It's about four billion people uh, who struggle getting day-to-day drinking water. So they try to figure out what the hell can we do with human shit, basically. They had a competition. They were able to create... Uh, a process that was able to distill the water. Literally, human shit powers the entire thing, and that was really brilliant. And that was a, that was an upside. They spent six billion bucks a year on the Melinda Gates, uh, Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation. So there are a lot of upsides. Uh, GMOs, which I think are a little bit dangerous, and we need to watch out for. But if you look at certain places that did not have food before, they have food now. There are some good things, uh, without a doubt, that. You know, even something that I don't like, uh, you know, like genetically modified foods or something that I think we have to be cautious of going forward, you know, there can be some benefits to it. So it's not like an end all be all. And I don't think that anyone in this country or anyone in the world wants to have things, markets shut down or anything like that. We just live in a world where no one trusts each other and everyone is concerned that they're going to go to the extreme one way or another. And that's why we don't get anything rational passed in this country. And that was the only reason I think that people supported Joe Biden in the primary was like, he's at least going to be a centrist. But I I don't know. He He's going to have to uh, figure out how to uh, articulate that centrism in a way that still connects with the working people who are currently suffering because they're just not getting paid enough. So capitalism... You know that's not on the chopping block here. Even in Bernie Sanders' democratic socialism vision, if you really look at it, it's on par with what Eisenhower was talking about. It's on par, you know, with, with FDR. Uh, these things are secular. We need a we need a we need a cycle in this country that tries to mend a lot of the things that are being overlooked right now because it's not in the corporate best interest. That's how this is supposed to work we need to have we need to have both sides uh, at different times come in to make this country perfect or more perfect which is what we're trying to do so anyway that was just a know, little dm
3: the great the you know the new deal followed right on the heels of the great depression we are like experience this is the moment to have that return to you know creating strong social welfare nets for people And, uh, you know, public works programs and and all those kinds of things. And we really with Bernie dropping out, I mean, we kind of like missed the boat on it because Biden doesn't represent that. Trump certainly doesn't. This was the moment to strike. And and unfortunately, I think we've let it pass. Well,
2: definitely one political revolution is winning out right now. And that would be Donald John. Trump's. Well, speaking of China, um, interestingly enough, this story, it's just near and dear to my heart. It's just a it's a little story, but I think it's a powerful story. So China, as of April, has reclassified dogs. As pets instead of livestock. Yay! So in this China. This is the kind
3: of news that is considered like. This is good. Like, a good morning, America. Like, hey, guys, welcome. <laughs> good news this morning. Dogs are considered pets now in Yay. China. Yay! China's
2: Ministry of Agriculture issued new guidelines. It was this past Wednesday that reclassified dogs as pets instead of livestock. This is part of the country's response to the coronavirus pandemic. So, dogs, there you go. Look who benefits. Maybe the dogs started it. This is according to the uh, the minister of uh, or the ministry rather of agriculture. This is a quote: uh, as far as dogs are concerned, along with the progress of human civilization and the public concern and love for animal protection, dogs have been quote specialized to become companion animals, and they will not be regulated as livestock in China. The coronavirus is to believe uh, is believed to have originated. Uh, in horseshoe bats, which may have passed uh, the disease to other wildlife species for sale in the markets of Wuhan. Uh, Reuters reported, this is according to uh, the Humane Society, Wendy Wiggins. Uh, She says this draft proposal could signal a game changer moment for animal protection. In China, the group estimates that nearly 10 million dogs are killed each year in China for meat. Shenzhen in southern China became the first city in the country to ban the sale and consumption of dog and cat meat last month, that was according to the BBC. So there you go. That's good news. It took a uh, till 2020, you know. I would say it takes a, it was a little long. It's a bit of a long process. Yeah. But uh, as of last month, dog and cat meat in China, in one city anyway, it's banned, and China is proposing this idea. It evidently, hasn't gone fully through their legislative bodies yet. I hope it passes, and I hope people stop killing the dogs because they ain't food; they're cute and they're cuddle buddies. You
3: know, one thing I did—I uh, found out about the sort of the concept of eating dogs in in Asia and stuff. It's really not so a tradition among a lot of people in these countries it's more that the meat producers actually create festivals around the idea of eating dog
2: well and that's where i got my baby boy puff bear from south korea yep it is uh, it's a rural so thing it's,
3: no well that's not what i said but the it mean i'm saying that the corporation like actual meat producers are saying we're going to put on a festival for dog meat and then people sure as they do just go to these festivals and end up Uh, eating dog meat it's it's certainly more acceptable in some of these places but the idea that it's like a, a cultural i don't know something they're clutching to is not i don't think uh an accurate portrayal i don't know buddy i think that it's good to have this as a cultural change
2: this is why government can send some positive messages and i think this is good for from the chinese ministry of agriculture to say hey enough 10 million dogs are killed each year that ain't right that's what I say here. Bold stance by Ben Kissel, 10 million dollars. Yeah. You know, it's a bold, it's a bold statement. I think Ben Kissel's the only person that would say it, and I'm glad you did. I know. Not a lot of people say it. Not a lot of people bring up the big issues, but I was talking to Puffin. He was like, "Ben, you got to mention this, Ben. This is big news for the dogs, Ben. <laughs> big dog news." And I am happy to see it.
1: There's nothing like your podcast selection. The topics and banter make for the complete driving experience, kind of like Goodyear Auto Service. They offer full-service car service. Whatever comes your way, they're ready with a lot of know-how and some friendly tips to help keep you moving. Keep the podcast flowing and your car going with Goodyear Auto Service. For all-around car care, visit GoodyearAutoService.com.
2: All right, before we get to celebrities acting like dumbasses, let's talk about small businesses and farmers. Uh, Travis has a clip here of the head of the Small Business Administration. Man, this is crazy. This whole bailout, this whole $2 trillion it's amazing. That number is huge. And it's just not going to the people that it said it was going to. Again, a small business is classified as 499 people or less. There's so many farmers who are struggling, so many small businesses right now. Our heart goes out to them. And let's just play this clip yeah. from the Small Biz- uh, Business Administration.
3: Uh, so this is Joseph Amato. He's he's uh, he's not the head of the SBA, but he is a, uh, a district director in Nevada. Um, but this is what he had to say about banks receiving federal money and then not doling those funds out to uh, businesses. Ugh.
4: Right now, all the banks in the country know this program. Some are being reticent and not jumping on them right right away. Some of the big banks, and this is just editorial, um, some of the big banks that had no problem taking billions of dollars of, of, uh, of free money as bailout in 2008, are now the biggest banks that are resistant to helping small business. So that should tell you something. I can't tell you how many phone calls I've gotten where a, you know, a doctor will call me or a business owner will call me and say, I've been with such and such a bank for 25, 30, 40 years, whatever, and they won't. They, they said they're not taking my PPb applications and not involved in the program. That should tell you a lot about what that bank really is focused on, but that's my editorializing. Um,
0: Especially because these loans are 100% backed by the federal government. So there's really no risk
4: for the bank. There, there is really no risk to the bank. What it is, it just comes down to the same banks that, that basically took billions of dollars with one page from Paulson, from Treasury at the time, are the ones saying the documentation isn't clear enough for them. So what they're saying is I don't give a hoot about the small businesses. What I care about is whether or not I have enough paperwork. And it's just crazy.
2: A district director for the Small Business Administration uh, has been critical of Wall Street Bank's handling of the $349 billion loan program that, again, was supposed to go to small businesses.
3: Yeah, and the PPP that he's referring to, that's the uh, Paycheck Protection Program, and that is the $349 billion that the federal government has issued to banks to then be loaned out at almost zero interest loans to small businesses. Yeah. However, many of these banks are taking that money and saying we are not going to do business with some of these small businesses that need uh, that are applying for those loans. As a matter of fact, they've stopped taking uh, applications. Some of them have, yes, uh, and some you know weirdly, some small yeah. business owners that have made calls have said. Uh, banks are alleging that they're not working under the bailout program. They're not actually a part of the Paycheck Protection Program, which is a lie Hmm, for some of them. Weird. So, yeah, they're taking $349 billion and then saying, we don't know enough about the rules of this game to loan out the money, which which is not their money, and also there is no liability for the bank. So it is very strange that they would take this large amount of money and then hamstring all these small business owners that are coming to them Hat in hand. I
2: wonder what
3: the motivation I don't could really be. get it. So
2: the program was launched on Friday, April third. Many small businesses who attempted to apply for the program They had a bunch of delays, and the majority of people described it as chaotic, to say the least. Uh, This is according to Amato, again, the man that we just heard from and the man that uh, Travis was talking about. He says, I can't tell you how many phone calls I've gotten where a doctor will call me or a business owner will call me and say I've been to such and such a bank for 25, 40, 50 years or whatever, and they said they're not taking my PPP applications. They're not involved in the program. And as he said, that should tell you a lot about what uh, the bank is focusing on. So there is no immediate response uh, from the banks. I'm looking at this Business Insider article. It is getting a lot of uh, press in the business community. This is a quote from uh, a woman named Faith Jones. Uh, She's a lawyer and a speaker in Las Vegas. Uh, She had a webinar, uh, which is a fun new seminar. (laughs) Isn't that great? You can do seminars in your underwear, which I actually think is kind of fun. Uh, So this is what she had to say about the rollout. Of the PPP. She says the government is doing something right in focusing on getting this money to individuals and struggling business owners. The SBA is working around the clock and has been the fastest I've seen for a government agency to turn around application procedures and technology on their websites. Uh, On Tuesday, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin He announced an agreement with congressional leaders for an additional $250 billion in funding for the program. Now, the increase in funding comes after the government doubled the interest rate on the loans, which can be, again, completely forgiven if the program conditions are met. Uh, This is what she says. She says there's really no risk to the bank at all, and the only reason that they're doing this uh, is... I suppose it's the G word, which is wreaking havoc on American on economies all across the world. And that word, of course, is simply corporate greed. So the money that they have just given, the $250 billion that is being added to the program, but if the funds are not allocated from the people who are receiving this, again, these massive banks, then we're going to continue to see small banks and farmers
3: fighting for peanuts, and that just really needs to change. By the way, meanwhile, amidst all this, the inspector general that was tasked with overseeing the funds that were going to corporate uh, to corporations like Boeing, uh, that guy was just fired by Trump. I saw that. <laughs> so he's out you know we're hamstr as you know the unemployed small business owners just regular people are being completely hamstrung here yes um, you know I'm just reading Arter uh, I'm just reading uh, Eater.com right now which is now now my new uh, source for all political news I know news. E- Eater's been nailing um, it some restaurant relief funds which are you know completely independent separate from government government agencies some restaurant relief funds are so overwhelmed with applications mm. they've just stopped taking new ones these, are, these were like the last-ditch efforts for a lot of people Damn. because these were just the community saying, hey, turn to us instead of uh, the completely overwhelmed unemployment system. Right. 17, uh, 17 million now on unemployment. 17 million. Or, or seeking unemployment. And that is, by the way, 17 million, these numbers are spooky and humongous, but they also don't account for the people who have just not filed for unemployment. There are so many more other people who have just said, I'm not, I don't know what to do, or I cannot get through. The, the number that. must
2: be so much larger than that. And then, also, obviously, felons and things like that, people with maybe a checkered past, even after uh, they have reformed themselves in many cases, uh, that will not be happening for them. So, this is from the Farm Bureau. This is the American Farm Bureau Federation. Uh, just talking about farmers here, they are saying this is the group's president, and I love this person's name zippy Duvall, zippy <laughs> love zippy uh this is what i'm assuming he is saying he says we're going to find out very quickly the that the amount of money is not going to help sustain a lot of our farmers through this difficult time uh, the secretary was asking for a lot more in the meantime Lawmakers have been flooded, have flooded Agriculture Secretary Sonny now no relation to the uh, the chicken Purdue. They've been flooding his mailbox every day with letters reminding him to make sure farmers in their states are not forgotten. But uh, as we see time and time again, oftentimes, unfortunately. Uh, The farmer, the small business owner, is forgotten. This is what the secretary said this past Wednesday. Uh, They said, our goal is to get it done sooner rather than later, but we want it done very inclusively as well. They go on to say, we are in the process right now of collecting proposals and ideas from every sector affected so we can be balanced and fair in the allocation The $2 trillion economic rescue package signed into law last month includes $9.5 billion for cattle ranchers, fresh produce growers, and other agriculture sectors affected by the economic freeze, as well as another $14 billion injection into the USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation as a uh, Depression-era agency set up to stabilize the farm economy. But again, if the money isn't getting to the farmer, or the business small business owners it really doesn't matter whatsoever and it's just fascinating to see this no risk loan from the banks not be given to the people that need it
3: yeah zippy duval then went on to say uh zippity doodah zippity day uh my oh my what a wonderful day what a
2: wonderful day indeed i love zippy i love zippy everything about zippy uh we are doing well just a little update here on as far as new york city goes uh we are doing better it looks as if the stay at home quarantine order is working uh our curve is flattening
3: i'd like to say the same for my stomach uh yes kind of fun no we're i mean as people we are turning into the creatures from the descent sure why not i i love to
2: be pale but it is good news here. Coming from New York, obviously, we do have one of the issues is where are we going to put all these bodies, which is never a good sign. Not great. They're literally figuring out how to do that. But, I mean. There was
3: talk. That's now, what now, it's happens. All, it's all talk. But there was talk of using uh, our public parks to uh, to dig trenches for the bodies. Now, that is just... I mean apparently that has been uh, dismissed outright. That has been dismissed. But uh, apparently they they are considering using Hart Island which is near the Bronx uh to to There's, dispose of or to uh to put those bodies there actually. You know you can no longer the last person to
2: be buried in Manhattan was former mayor Ed Koch. Literally Manhattan is full of corpses. It's yeah. like I'm saying it's done. Like it's closed. The hotel sign is off for corpses. It's crazy, man. New York it's built on trash and human bodies. Yeah, I mean that's so, a, I the, mean but these are these are real. This is what happens. I mean, that's a real government concern.
3: if you If you live, I don't know, on the eastern seaboard, you're, the streets are pretty much paved over the corpses of the yellow fever.
2: But that's why Edinburgh was so cool. <laughs> yes. edinburgh is literally just a graveyard the entire place it's yeah, ma- like literally like, the bricks are made or the uh you know the uh, like the street the stone has the, human bone mixed in it
3: the street lights it's like oh there's a human body inside there like oh okay cool it's keeping it running like uh, like the fiends like the fiends little
2: lamp that he brings to the ring all right so anyway new york yes we do have the where are we going to put all these bodies problem but we're figuring that out but on a on good news on a side of good news it is working the shelter in place it is working we are lowering the curve it's flattening the curve for five days straight now we've seen more people leave the hospital than enter the hospital which is really really good so for those people out there in other states and um Obviously, no one likes to be told what to do. I get that. And I think the mayor of uh, L.A. You don't want to wear a mask. I don't wear a mask. You don't wear a mask. I don't. Mask Um, off for Ben. Mask off. Uh, The mayor of Los Angeles, I think, is like insane. I think he, he, what he talks about, I hate the whole snitch thing. We talked about it on side stories. It's just like, shut the fuck up. Never never encourage your neighbors to snitch on each other. Trust me, they'll do it themselves. (laughs) We've all had neighbors like that. So, you know, I understand that aspect of it where it's like, okay, well, this whole thing sounds a little bit sketchy to me. But really, do take the shelter-in-place thing seriously uh, because – it's working we see it working on the east coast we've seen it working on the west coast just do it for yourself don't do it because some jackass that was elected uh, for fraudulent reasons tells you to do it it does work and the east and the west coast i think we're going to be getting out of it fairly soon uh hopefully by may and as this thing kind of sweeps across the country the it's really important you know just just kind of take those Take those things seriously. Take care of yourself, and uh, catch up on all those Netflix shows because we're seeing it actually work here. And hopefully, we don't, we won't get to the the worst possible predictions when it comes to the amount of deaths because we don't want to see our friends and family die. Of course, we've seen I don't know five friends who got the coronavirus. Um, so it's,
3: which it seems like a high number, doesn't it? To, to know five people Yeah. that, uh, that had it. Yeah, it is, uh, I'm just
2: one, there's, it's only a,
3: it's only a small percentage that got
2: it. I don't know how I know five, but you know, a lot of people, I guess I know a lot of people. I guess so.
3: I don't know anyone. So I don't know anyway. anyone who actually has, I mean, besides, uh, one person that we both know, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I I've not come into contact with, yeah. that's why it does all, it, even despite all this even it's our death week in new york it's like the it is still yes it is the yes. death week for us in new york city but i still like i have not come into contact uh, knowingly with a uh, with anyone who has it and so it feels very surreal and that is just a my own like i don't know stupid perspective but uh, it, no, it's I mean, it's a very strange time to be in this seemingly abandoned city full Abs- of sickness. It is
2: interesting. So, yeah, for those people, because there are still people and we're going to talk about these celebrities here right now, um, you know, that just want to... Pre- it is real. It is like a thing, you know, so don't go too crazy here. But now, because... Let's talk about this. Because of the spread of coronavirus, as always, there's... With chaos because comes a lot of misinformation and comes a lot of conspiracy theory. Okay, so... A lot of celebrities are talking about this 5G conspiracy theory, saying that basically um, the 5G networks, thats it's just the next generation of wireless technology, uh, they are fueling, it is, the next generation, the 5G networks are fueling the global coronavirus pandemic. So this is what they have to say. So a lot of people who are like, this is the Venn diagram of people who believe in Q, And who also go to Goop to buy the eggs to put up their pussies because they think it's going to, I don't know, be birth control. I have no idea what the point of that is. But you have a weird Venn diagram of like new age hippies, new age crystal people, and I love crystals and all that stuff. And then QAnon supporters coming together and talking about how the global elites have been using 5G to spread the virus, which is just not true If the global elites could, maybe they would. I just don't give them that much credit or ability, which is why I also don't think that the DNC started the spread of it so that the Joe Biden wouldn't have to talk in public. The DNC can't even get a proper vote in Iowa. They can't do anything. Um, If you look at some of these states, I do think that they are using the citations, uh, you know, for You know, to help out their bottom line, if you look at the budget for California, for example, specifically L.A., the fifth highest grocer of their entire budget is from DUIs. Not as many people are driving. It's a five hundred dollar citation. If you're seen watching the sunset on the beach, they are making their money. And I think there is something to that, obviously, even more than just a deterrent. These people also still make they need to make their money. But the conspiracy theories, again, It's a perfect time for them. Uh, It's a perfect time for them to percolate and for them to spring up. And we even see, I know it's shocking, even actors are getting on board with these crazy, crazy hoaxes uh, that really just leave us dumber and continue to allow the people in power to go unthreatened. The dumber we are, the more distracted we are by these theories, the less we're focused on filling the potholes and finding politicians who actually can help us out in our local communities as much as possible. So Woody Harrelson, who I love.
3: I love him too. I love Woody. He's uh, Marty from from
2: True Detective. He's just great. Um, And then singer MIA. The thing with Woody is he smokes a lot of weed, which could make you smarter in some ways, but he has been sort of Alex Jonesy in his uh social media presence he has been claiming that the uh that the towers are causing coronavirus to spread uh which is dangerous because like you know what he it's you got a bit of a platform and people are just going to believe whatever well, you say despite the fact and this is not a i'm not demonizing him i'm just saying actors they those are not their words. Like they don't write the stuff that they read. They are actors. They are empty shells. So he,
3: he shared a video on Instagram yes. and his caption was, Hey, a lot of my friends have been saying this, which is, you know, it's innocent enough to just but who be is he hanging out with. <laughs> I don't know. But he, sh- the video he shared were from the, uh, Hong Kong protests. They had nothing to do with this 5g oh my thing. Goodness. So he, I mean, he's, uh, yes, he is sort of an innocent dumb, dumb bystander of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of sharing something. He, his friends said it was this. It the other, Hong
2: Kong he didn't recognize he, that at He did the not Hong recognize Kong that protest. it was
3: the Hong Kong. Now the thing is the five G Towers uh are being like vandalized, but mostly in the UK. It's a, like weirdly a British phenomenon to destroy them. Maybe because they're so close together and they like they have, have access bats. to they them. They have a lot of bats. And they, have, they have bats. Yeah, I don't know what the uh, But yeah it it is very strange to see it, it really goes to show you like watch what you say because people will take it as gospel because all of this started in late January, uh, because of a Belgian newspaper, a physician was like, I think the, he didn't even say like, uh, these 5g networks are causing coronavirus. He was like something strange about the 5g networks. He said Ah. something kind of innocuous. And then the paper, the Belgian paper Het lots news took down the article, like within the day. And then that was all it took to get that information spreading on Facebook and And in Reddit and 4chan
2: and then it goes like wildfire. So and then
3: Woody Harrelson is sharing a video Ooh, of a Hong Kong protest and saying 5G is here to melt your brain. And not just Woody
2: Harrelson, John Cusack. Uh, he is also like really on the tip of the spear. Um, this is what John Cusack had to say. Uh, he said 5G will be proven to be very, very bad for people's health. This is what he goes on to say. I got sources in in scientific community. And medical, uh, he said uh, to his critics, just dumb and fucking sheep. So thank you, John Cusack, for being on the front lines of sounding like a jackass and lying to the American people. The only thing that has the, the only evidence is that 5G tech came out in 2018. 2019 is when the coronavirus started to spread. The only thing is just they happened to come out at a similar time, which you could say about anything. You could then theoretically blame it on Parasite, the movie. You could blame it on anything.
3: Anything else that came out in the same time. The Spider-Man trailer is actually what caused, which it actually inspired uh, the hijackers to do 9-11. I, I, I the scene believe it. Seeing those Twin Towers in that trailer infuriated them in the year of 2001.
4: When booking with other vacation rental apps
3: sounds like this.
4: This place doesn't look like the pictures. Come on, the doors are on back.
3: Ah, What the? Is there a door behind all those spiders? Ah.
4: Ah. It's time to try one that sounds more like a vacation.
0: (sighs) Look at how many
1: spiders there aren't.
4: Where should we lie down for eight consecutive hours first? Relax, you booked a Verbo.
2: So, Cusack, he had a tweet and he's got 1.6 million followers. Just please, I know he can think whatever he wants. I don't care. But it's just, man, you got 100, you got 1.6 million people. And even if 2% of them think that's you're serious, John Cusack. We is could just, have
3: one more person that yeah.
2: goes and shoots up a senator. It really is something. that
3: simple. But but he's just, you know he's just doing his um his Brian Wilson character from the movie Love and Mercy, yeah. uh, that John Cusack was, was in. I love John Cusack. I, I do love too. His,
2: I love his sister Joan Cusack. I love Woody. And that's the thing. I'm like celebrities. They're just not doctors. Okay. We just have to remember that I know we have a I know we have a reality TV show host as president. Yes. So I feel like there's so much blurred lines and everyone is just having a very
3: difficult time
2: figuring out. Celebrities what's true, what's are not.
3: like so useless right now. And but the thing that they do have is the power to spread disinformation uh, and misinformation wildly. They don't even and but they don't seem to sort of accept or acknowledge that uh, the power that they have. No. Because. This is a wild thing to be spreading.
2: they do accept the power and they really, truly think they're on the front lines of something. And it's just not real. David Icke has become mainstream. Yeah. And it's a a scary time. This is according to Dr. – when it comes to our intelligence, it's a scary time. When it comes to – this is according to Dr. Michael Head. He's at the University of Southampton. He says conspiracy theorists are a public health danger – who once read a Facebook page. He goes on to say, the celebrities fanning the flames of these conspiracy theorists should be ashamed. Now, of course, there should not be any, they have a First Amendment right to be an idiot. That's fine. Just please, don't listen to these actors. Everything that they've ever said is scripted. And uh, there's a reason that they can play a whole bunch of different types of people because in reality, they're not real people, um, which sounds bad, but they're really not. We all know actors. Henry will tell you. And just lastly, let's talk about my home state, Wisconsin. So, the Republican Party in Wisconsin, you can't say they have not achieved everything (laughs) they've ever wanted to achieve. Uh, There is a new governor in town. He's a Democrat. This dude named Evers uh, or Evers. Or Tony. Or Tony Evers. Whatever you want. You can just call him Big Tone. Big Tone. Tony Evers. Basically, Scott Walker you, the former governor, the man who gutted the unions, the man who gutted the teachers' union in Wisconsin—one of the most despised governors of America. The Fox Condeal is a total scam. They're not employing anyone. The city, the state, is paying for them to grace us with their presence. Scott Walker sucks. Before he left, the Republican held House, uh, the Republican held legislator. Stripped all the powers of the governorship. Obviously, Scott Walker's on the way out, so whoever comes in, and they knew at this point it would be Evers, uh, he has no say. Basically, he has to run everything by the Republican legislature before he yes. does anything. And he wanted to not have a vote on Tuesday, you know, because it's very conflicting. When you have a national stay-at-home order, when you have a statewide stay-at-home order, and then you also try to get out the vote, (laughs) the human brain is not able to compute because it makes no sense. However, the Wisconsin Supreme Court, there's seven of these folks, they said no. We're gonna keep on going, and if the, if the mayors want to have it,
3: then the mayors are gonna get it, and, and why, there's nothing you can do. And why do they want this vote so bad? Do well, they want? Does the Republican legislature want uh, Joe Biden to win, or like do they care about that? No. It, the The primary is also coinciding with a bunch of other like uh, local elections as well. Yes. So they're you know they're voting for th- things such as sheriffs, but the biggest thing, the big prize of this election in Wisconsin is the new Supreme Court justice and. And they are trying to retain the majority, which is a conservative majority in this in the Wisconsin state, mm-hmm. uh, the Wisconsin state Supreme Court. Uh, so this was a they basically just like, a potentially killed a lot of Wisconsin like Wisconsinites to get their Supreme Court. Like they dispassionately killed off a bunch of old people the same way like Rick Grimes would in the seventh well, season we'll of see. Walking Dead.
2: Yeah, we haven't obviously Wisconsin hasn't been fully hit yet um minnesota i think is in the uh low uh, they, they haven't reached i think it's a uh, 350 or so uh total when it comes to deaths in wisconsin i don't think he's even quite at that point so we haven't seen what the virus is going to do again it is real it's very real um i saw some interviews with folks who were voting literally one woman was like uh, my dad is super sick. He's got a pre-existing condition, and I'm kind of risking his health by being here. So she said she was going to vote and then go do a two-week quarantine. <laughs> uh, we had more stories than that than you can imagine. And it was just really um, interesting given you know the circumstances and given the fact that lower voter turnout is, would benefit the Republicans yeah, in this case. Yeah, this would
3: be great – uh, <laughs> And so it's. Evers wanted, by the way, just to give more clarification here. Evers wanted to make it an all mail-in ballot. He wanted everyone to receive a ballot at home, mail it back in, so there would be a there would be a vote, um, but it would just be done by mail, which is obviously the Republicans don't like. And I and I will say, Mm -hmm. uh, Oregon is one of like four states that uh, does mail-in, and they've been doing it since 1998. And they've done it with apparently zero, like zero of the elections have been overturned by fraud or any kind of, uh, fuck up. Right. So, I mean, the most mail-in ballots come from our soldiers overseas. Yeah. And that that happens without any issue. Yeah, so I don't see what we the can't pro- trust our soldiers overseas to
2: not commit voter fraud. But the real we have like, a
3: massive problem. But at the same time that the Republican legislature was saying to Evers, no, like, this is ridiculous. We're right. not going to have a mail in thing. They also uh, basically demanded that he reopen Wisconsin's golf courses at the same time. So that is really what you the Republican priorities are really on full and vulgar display here. It's unfortunate what's happened with Wisconsin regarding gerrymandering and
2: redistricting over the past 10 years. Uh, They've been hit really, really hard, despite only winning 46 percent of the state vote in 2018. uh, Republicans in the state of Wisconsin succeeded in capturing 66 of the 99 seats in the state assembly. And once Tony Evers secured the governorship, uh, they took these um, massive steps uh, to make sure that he does not have the power uh, that, of course, Scott Walker enjoyed these districts. It is really unfortunate to see what's happening. Uh, evidently, the scene, uh, it was chaotic. Poll workers outfitted in jerry-rigged hazmat suits. Dutifully processed ballots. Uh, senior citizens in masks stood for hours in snaking lines. And Wisconsin's still not warm; it's yeah. always cold, especially this time of year.
3: And in uh, in Milwaukee alone, they uh, they usually have 130 polling sites. For this election, they had five.
2: It's unbelievable. So <laughs> they had to wait longer when and, they're supposed uh, to.
3: All, usually, when you go to a polling station, it, you'll you'll usually be greeted by. Um, an older person who is volunteering. Right. Um, those people are obviously staying home. Hopefully. So you, have, you have less polling volunteers, you have less polling sites, and you're asked to stand six feet apart in a line that must look like uh, a fucking... Like, Mr. Bones' Wild Ride in, it's crazy. from Roller Coaster Tycoon.
2: April thirteenth is. I when been, I've
3: been uh, playing a lot of roller coaster. I know. Tycoon well, I'm, I'm actually.
2: I'm happy for you. You're becoming a small business owner as well. Maybe it's you can get only, some money. It's
3: the only way I can get representation in my own government <laughs> is to become a tycoon in the roller coaster realm. Yeah, I agree. You should
2: LLC Morningstar Inc. Uh, we'll know the vote thirteenth uh, of April here when it comes to Wisconsin again. Uh, it's. Doesn't really matter at this point. Basically, the Democratic primary is over. Uh, I don't even know. I think these states will go through the motions. Um, but uh, but obviously, Joe Biden is the last man standing. Um, and so, Wisconsin, I I feel bad for you right now. I'm sorry for my friends and, and family that are out there and for so many great people. Wisconsin is full of amazing people, and it's just unfortunate to see what the uh, Republican Party has done on a local level, and this is why elections are so important on a local level. Um, But, you know, despite me saying that, it's also really crappy when they gerrymander and redistrict, as we just saw, despite the Republicans not getting even half of the amount of support they have succeeded in getting a third of the legislative body, 66 out of 99 seats, despite getting 46% of the vote. Something is wrong.
3: When that happens, they figured it out. They cracked the
2: code. They cracked the code and they they work tirelessly. These things don't happen
3: on accident. They work uh, above a bent and broken people. And you could. Trump is watching this election, you know, with he was watching it very uh, uh, fascinated by what was going to happen, because. He made it clear on Friday during a press conference. He's like, "Oh, we can't do mail-in ballots for any of these kind of elections." Like he knows that voter disenfranchisement is the name of the game hey, man. for his party Ab- and his reelection.
2: Absolutely, they're great at it. They're just very, very good at it. So I guess you can't you can't blame them for being talented, you know. And um,
3: I would say, do you want to do the chicken wing? <laughs>
2: Oh, yes. And just lastly, this is news near and dear to my heart. Evidently, the chicken wing. I guess we have too many chicken wings.
3: An unlikely side effect of the coronavirus is that there is now a national surplus Woo! of chicken wings. Yay! Puffin, Ben and Puffin, we are enlisting you. You are being drafted. I can give him
2: chicken wings. He's going to die. I can give
3: him the meat, though. He fin- give- But he finds chicken wings. Oh, my God. I know. He's like I have, a, oh, he's dude, like a truffle pig. It's for- so gross.
2: <laughs> I have, the dog has no teeth. <laughs> and his jaw just does not open. I've oh, taken so many chicken wings. I did not realize how many chicken wings were in New York. It's just am- it's amazing how many chicken wings are out uh, here.
3: Basically, New York City is just a graveyard for chicken wings. It really
2: is. And he finds every damn one of them. So there's a chicken wing surplus but because there was no March Madness. That's right. It,
3: it, the chicken wing market is really dependent on two things: the Super Bowl and the NCAA uh, March Madness ah. t- tournament. And we don't have March Madness, so we have. A surplus of chicken wings, bringing the apparently uh-huh. apparently I didn't know this. Okay, a pound of chicken wings before the pandemic was only two dollars, which Ooh. is scarily cheap for a thing that you put in your body and, and for a living creature. <laughs> but yeah, okay, and for the yeah the worth of a thing that was murdered. But okay, uh, and now post pandemic. Without the NCAA uh-huh. tournament, uh, a pound of chicken wings is a dollar and nine cents. So get those,
2: start hoarding those for the Super Bowl party, which will be happening uh, early next year. That's when the Super Bowl is going to be. You can be the coolest guy on the block, but, I mean, assuming that you know people like
3: chicken wings. Realistically, that's sad. It's sad that all this food is essentially going to be wasted, it and, is sad. and there are people who are maybe going through one of the roughest periods of their life. Uh, In terms of economics and their financial hardships and the idea that there is a glut of chicken wings just sitting in a bunch of freezers because some guys weren't dribbling balls is. They're not just dribbling balls. I'm sorry. Very passionate. I'm sorry. They love each other. They but, love uh, the fans.
2: No, but it's really that is super interesting. It's a lot of money in March Madness gone, and the chicken wing industry.
3: I wonder, like, it's been you, hit hard. You know, the last podcast on the left book tour. Now that was canceled. I wonder how much is there a surplus of weed nugs? In certain <laughs> cities? I'm like, sure. There, what, what 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 were the economic uh, surpluses or deficiencies that you not being in uh, Lubbock, Texas, has I don't created? Know. Pro- it's honestly uh, probably something. Probably
2: something. I was talking with Ed Larson today on uh, for the LPN show, and he was saying that he when he used to be a, uh, the head chef at the Village Poorhouse, they were number two in total Bud Light sales in the entire city. Number one was Madison Square Garden. So, and most of our friends were the ones who were drinking that Bud Light. So,
3: yeah. You could leave a dent. We yeah.
2: could leave a dent. We could save this economy. If I was still drinking a bunch of booze, which I've really been good about. I've only had... I've only had I've only drunk 3 nights out of how long have I been in quarantine 37
3: days something like so that. I've been doing better. This is a this is a uh, particularly strange and unsettling moment for um you know people who are trying to remain sober. Uh, you know, you're if you're one of the lucky few who just is working from home, that's one thing, but being unemployed and stuck at home? Yeah. Uh, th- it's a tough time for people who are trying to to keep clean. Well, so, just uh, be
2: careful. Yeah,
3: just stay strong. Uh, there is there is a, an end to this.
2: There it's- is. And, you know, when it comes to the booze, the reason that I hadn't been drinking at home, I did again on this past Saturday. I did for WrestleMania because it was a Zoom party and then I was hungover until today. Um, but uh, just be careful because you don't want to find yourself drinking a bottle of vodka alone at night. It's a it can be really dangerous, so drink half a bottle of vodka if you're uh trying to resist if you if you want to still drink. The
3: days are already by themselves blending together. Oh yes they you are. You do not need to ask you do not need to add sobieski vodka. No, or, no. uh what well, what is it what is it that you would you would take home? Me, Sobieski, yeah, sure. You Sobia- get a, you, anything that's cheap when it comes cheaper. to vodka. Uh, yeah. cuz i mix
2: it yeah, i yeah. i never understood like oh this is fine vodka i'm like it's vodka i don't
3: know it's about how kind of like soft it is i have no fucking idea if you, you could if you get a cheap vodka it can be very it can be very like coarse and uh, aggressive and harsh yeah grainy almost like a almost like a uh, like an alcohol uh, a grain alcohol or something i mean
2: i understand good whiskey good tequila and then vodka yes i don't do bottom shelf i was so good middle Tito's. Tito's is good well yeah you don't need I don't know there's like a $300 you know, bottle of vodka at my because they're Russian and they always try to get me to buy it and I'm like I don't need it I don't understand you know those are those are but they shoot it so if you shoot it I guess that makes sense
3: I don't well I don't understand why it would be $300 you should I mean at that point it should be sipping um, and it's you know it's all a bunch of weird stuff like oh how many times it's distilled um, I don't you know Tito's don't. is corn based actually so it's like a little bit more like flavorful for a vodka And kind of sweet. And you really
2: are an alcoholic. You (laughs) really know this stuff. I don't even know that. I've been drinking for 28 years. Um, Next week, we are going to talk a little bit about the race disparity as well. We don't quite have the full numbers yet, so we will have those. But I'm not sure if you've been following that at all. But uh, lower income communities, uh, a lot of Hispanic and black communities have been
3: disproportionately
2: overwhelmed with with the pandemic. And uh, there's a lot of reasons, a lot of misinformation. And then also, this is sort of what happens. Uh, when again, we don't have the social safety nets, and we uh, don't have. We do have certain communities that uh, that don't have proper. It's so uh, hospitals it, and things like that. This this pandemic has exposed a lot, and hopefully, when this is all said and done, we can look back and learn and try to improve um, because. The new everyone's like, oh, we're never gonna go back to normalcy. I'm like, what was normal? like normalcy is a bunch of school shootings and uh maybe we could change for the we, better, we, too. You know, maybe that that is it's not necessarily bad if we don't go back to what life was before this. Absolutely not. If we this can should, improve, be, this great. should
3: be a crossing of a threshold right yeah, now.
2: We know it's real, we know it can happen, and
3: we just and, have to be aware of and it. And I think we were talking before, you know, this things won't go back to quote unquote normal. This is going to change society society in many ways that we have not yet to f- foresee and again but that, it's gonna have a TSA effect right like where post 9/11 TSA was a thing that we dealt with uh, every day when we you know whenever we would travel um, whereas that was not in, in place before there's going to be some changes to your lifestyle after all is said and done uh, Well, hopefully it's
2: not like the TSA well, I, hate I mean yes yeah,
3: well you know knowing our country it'll be something uh that draconian and weird. Well, and useless. Be bad. But uh well
2: with, as we know with the DOJ are expanding powers and stuff like that. Ugh.
3: So yeah and uh
2: well I guess just sort of brace yourself for the new world. Well hopefully hopefully it can be positive and we can actually get healthcare uh for these for these communities that have not been able to deal with this as well. So the next time this run does roll around and Five years, 10 years, 50 years, 100 years, it really doesn't matter if we can have these things in place so that less people die, that will be a good outcome, and... Um Yeah, I'm just fine with that. Um, All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Uh, Thank you for listening on Spotify. You can find Travis on the social medias. You can find me on Instagram, Ben Kissel1. Uh, You can find me at Ben Kissel as well, but uh, I don't look at it. Nobody's there. No, no one's there. I think there's one post. Uh, and that was uh, you know that's that's my own fault I could have a blue check mark and I don't but uh, maybe one day maybe one day they'll recognize me senpai can you recognize me instagram uh, that would be great um, alright everyone thank you for listening hail yourselves we'll talk to you soon this show is made possible by listeners like you thanks to our ad sponsors you can support our shows by supporting them for more shows like the one you just listened to go to lastpodcastnetwork.com